I'd marry Cole and I'd F Albert. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty split between the two. Yeah, I think it's a temperamental difference between the two of us. That's the only reason why I would. Pick I feel like one. being married to Gordon would be a little bit easier. It'd be kind of. Kind of what was that? What was like? What was going on there? I don't know. A lot is happening to me right now. Make sure you share your mic with her. Yeah. Um, Just show. Showing. You have to show. Is that too loose or something? No, it's good. Okay. <laughs> it's actually okay. I'm sorry. Put it like right here. So. Uh, we just came out of watching Beyond Life and Death, <sighs> and uh, I want to get Kenna's instant reactions. She did not want to come in here and record, just I, so everyone knows. I just, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel, like, very nervous. I feel very unstable. I don't feel well. I feel like I have to go to sleep. I burned a lot of calories the past hour. I don't feel well. I don't feel well. I feel like I'm in the red room. I feel, I'm scared. You're very Doesn't scared. Doesn't help that we're surrounded by curtains. Yeah, that's true. Well, the original design for this room, Sarah wouldn't let me do it, but I was going to get red curtains and chevron no. carpet. Oh, she was like, here. "No, Stop. we're not." Oh, we're not I would fan throw room. up. I would throw up. Right now, Brad is moving the curtain to the side, and I'm all I can see is a man with gray hair. Mikay, what are your thoughts? You've <laughs> seen this before. I've seen this before. This is my second time. No, second. What time were your thoughts the first time you saw it? Um, the first time I saw it, I think I was just, <clears throat> I just didn't even know how to react. I took yeah. like probably a whole week just to process what I had watched. Yeah. yeah. I feel validated. Um, I just, I, well, okay. I will say <laughs> I was so into it and then the bank thing happens and I'm like, what? <laughs> um, and, but then the part at the end happens with the red room and then I just, blows my mind and uh, yeah i don't even know see i think there are three eras of twin peaks there's the original show there's fire walk with me and in fire walk with me i consider the 25 years of nothing and then there's the return and i actually consider this episode the beginning of the fire walk with me era because it's like yeah it is I so tonally different than the rest because we had Terrifying. like creepy episodes right but they're very much within the Twin Peaks like soap opera universe. We have a little bit of soap opera in this episode. We have a lot of cosmic it horror. It off. It turns it off. Yeah. It, it like turns oh. <laughs> it's like we're talking about the recorder. <laughs> no, 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 no. It feels like all of the the TV show stuff like soap opera stuff stops. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's and it done. doesn't sometimes it kind of turns it down and turns up the spooky stuff and it's like woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No mu- like it, what was that like? Woohoo! It turns it off completely, and it's yeah. just like turns off the woohoo. It just yep. it feels like gone. the characters like you're watching a show, and then they just start like they're looking at you. It's I think yeah, that's why I I can't control myself right now. It's because like for so long I I literally like turned like there was like a, just like a switch in my brain, and I was like Twin Peaks. What what a nice little thing we've got going here. Yeah, we're just watching it for fun. 
Mm-hmm. But then we then this happened, and I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. Like, Nothing's a, fun. That was well, a freaking nightmare. Can you, I'm can terrified. You, can you imagine, like, <clears throat> watch... So when this aired, in the second half of season two, ABC kept messing with when Twin Peaks was on. They moved it from Friday night to Saturday night to Thursday night back to Saturday night. Saturday night is the worst night you can have a TV show air on network television in the 90s. No one's going <laughs> to watch anything on Saturday night. Um, and so then they had, they just stopped airing them and there's like, we're not going to finish the show, but they had already filmed like four more episodes and like, no. And then, so then there was this, I think it was called coop, um, citizens organization. It's something for, for peaks. And it, it was basically like this fan, like uh group that forced ABC to air the last episodes. And so, yeah. Hmm. And, but they made this episode knowing, not really solidified, like knowing for sure, but having a a very clear inkling that it was going to end. Yeah. And Lynch was still like, F y'all, I'm going to do whatever I want. But I feel like if you're a fan during that time, I feel like you, you, you're watching. Cause just imagine what happened last week and a couple weeks beforehand. We've got little Nikki. Yeah, we've oh got my gosh, we've got about. Evelyn oh, Marsh. We've got all this weird soap opera stuff, and then all of a sudden, David Lynch comes back, and, and he just... basically he's just like he's like, "Are you looking for secrets?" <laughs> like he's just he, it's just it, it, I, I feel like there's a lot. I wonder what his main motivation for just going off the rails with this episode was. And I know that David Lynch doesn't necessarily work by motivation; he works more by like whatever artistically Ideas comes to him. And... Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I can't believe I just can't imagine turning on ABC, the Disney-owned television network, and watching, watching that. this. That's yeah. insane. The fact that he's able to to finish it, yeah, and to like really finish it is on his. Terms. This isn't just like as far as his accomplishments go, which is saying something already. Yeah, like he's one of the most accomplished directors ever. But just like as far as the medium goes. Totally. This is one of the greatest accomplishments in like uh, all uh, of just television off, and movies. Off the top of the head, is this your favorite episode of the first two seasons? Yeah. Is this mine? Yeah. No. I I it's it's it's, it's up there. When we first it's watched up there, the show, but I wouldn't call it my favorite. If you're, to, I think if you were to like, if you had to fast track this whole show, and you're like, I'm gonna show you five episodes of this thing. Oh, yeah. for this sure. is in the five for sure, definitely. I agree with that. Absolutely. I think it's probably my top three, but I don't, I wouldn't call it my favorite. But I would yeah, say that I this is this is in my like uh you know if I had to give like a uh, a flash drive to like the aliens, you know, yeah, and I can only three. put like you know <laughs> twenty gigs of content in there. Yeah, or maybe I don't. Yeah, this is like in there, you know. Can you imagine like aliens watching and be like, "We don't need to invade like, this planet." Like, I don't want to go. I don't want anything to do with these people. Are confused? Yeah. <laughs> um. Why'd you do it? But I, I, the thing about this episode is that it's kind of mean. Mean. It is because Cooper is my favorite television character of all time. It's like, let me wreck him. And he, there, he's like, I'm gonna take him away from you, and I'm gonna break your well, heart. Well, yeah, there's, there's not only does it about. wreck Cooper, but it wrecks, for all we know, Audrey. Yeah. Yep. And Pete. Yep. And Pete. And he was in the bank. He was at the bank. If yeah. that old man's glasses made it to a bush, Pete is dead. Yeah, Pete's gone. Yep. There's no way. Pete. That's, so That's scientifically, you know, sound. And it's sad because his arc at the beginning of the episode started with 
Grand Theft Auto. I wish yeah. we had that right now. Yeah, I know, we should have gotten that one. That poor cop that just found out King that... King Arthur's buried that in the, England. That someone had a boy. Yeah. Yes. He's gone. Someone found out that they he, had, he they might had have a kid. Made it. He might have made it. That's a vault. That's pretty... That was only a couple sticks of dynamite. I think he's probably... Fine. Well, was it on a timer? I saw a blinking light. Yeah. I think it was on like a wire because they opened it and it blew up. Yeah. I don't know. We have a lot to talk about. There's yeah, there's too much to break So is that and Thomas Eckhart? That did that? It yeah. said from Thomas, yeah. Yeah. So Andrew Packard's Andrew Packard and Thomas Eckhart, they're, act- Thomas they're the Eckhart actors or just I know they got two old white dudes yeah. with white hair yeah. that feel vaguely English, mm-hmm. but not. Thomas Eckhart is actually English, whereas Andrew Packard feels English. He feels English. Yeah. Which is not a good thing to feel. No. <laughs> I grew up in Boston. Well, actually I grew up in England. I miss Harold Smith. England. You look back on the other stuff in the show, and you're like, simpler times. I want more Harold Smith. Simpler, yeah. simpler Harold times. Smith. We ragged on Kenna him so is, hard is, when he was around. I but. know. He I, he really is one of my favorite characters. He is like, Kenna Harold. is having a breakdown right now. <laughs> I have a hard time. I just, like, don't know what to say. Because I'm still trying to, pro- like, I'm grieving. I'm in a, a stage of it's, grieving. It's seriously morning. This, like, I ruined your birthday. By the way, Kenna's birthday was yesterday. Oh, yeah. She's in town <laughs> oh, for a yeah. bit. Um, uh, that's what I want. Thanks a lot, do. David Lynch. I'll I'll say to uh, Harrison, you've seen more <clears throat> than I have movies. You've seen more television perhaps, than I have, perhaps. Uh, <sighs> I we both have seen, I'd say, a moderate amount. I've seen some weird things. Mm-hmm. Nothing has ever unsettled me in this way. Because yeah. and it's not just because it's people think like oh it's because it's just like it's not it's this is a stupid thing to say. It's not just because it's like weird. No. You know what I mean? No. It's because this is so well thought out. Yeah. It's so like perfectly executed. It's and there's not there's not a there's not another dude doing it. There's not another no. guy that has it's made like, content the way that David Lynch makes. Somebody's content. putting in front of you a jigsaw puzzle. And it's a terrifying jigsaw yeah, puzzle. Yeah, it is. And none but of the pieces actually the go scary part yeah. is you trying to put everything and together. And it's someone who's like yeah. a master of like their cinematic language, like someone who's like mastered what they're doing. Someone who's like, yeah, it's, it's in a format that is perfect. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, what's interesting is that it's insane. That's not the script that they wrote for this episode that like Lynch came on to direct. He read the script. He's like, I'm going to change almost all of this. Yeah. No. And I'm great. Um, I think he kept the Nadine stuff. He actually made the, so the Nadine stuff was more like played for laughs Mm -hmm. And then he made it a little bit more emotional, which I liked. I like that too. And I think he made the bank it also scene took both longer. of those scenes. I think took like fifteen minutes. You know, well, maybe, maybe. we yeah. shot through yeah. that. We shot through the Ben Horn Will Hayward yep. scene. And we shot through the bank scene so quickly, so fast. Yeah, uh-huh. everyone. Was which is crazy because yeah. I think I think on a second viewing, the first time I viewed this, the only two things that stuck out in my mind were like the bank because it was so such a troll yeah. move. It felt totally. like I was being trolled. We- and then the whole Red Room thing. But then watching it on the second time, <laughs> I'm like, wow, every single scene is significant. Yep. And yep. there are some amazing character beats for almost all of the characters yeah. who show up in this episode. And I, I think this is like a a start to a lot of conversations. But, um, and we'll talk about this more, I think, like, more and more as we go forward but there's a like there's a theme loosely 
that I'm catching that I, I'm not catching it, but people have talked about it on the internet and things like that. And I would agree with it. And I'll talk about it more later, but that's very like anti closure with everything that's going on. And like, yeah, it gets into like more and more, but, and I was having a conversation with someone about this, about the show and how it's like, because I never got what I wanted, I have to think about these things forever. Like I, you're just, I'll never really understand what this, sh- like certain aspects of this meant. And that means that I need to keep thinking about them. And yeah. Anyways, I don't know if, yeah, that's what I want to say. <laughs> I just love looking at Kenna during this whole thing. She's so, so wigged I'm out right sorry. now. I am like just thinking a lot, just thinking a lot of what's going on. And I'm thinking a lot about, well, I'm processing how I'm feeling right now because like, yeah. <clears throat> like Brad said, this is a different kind of like scared. Yeah. Existential. Yes, it's it's almost like it happened to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And so it's just kind of like well, yeah. I'm just I just want to say again, Cooper, greatest TV character of all time for me. And, like, and to just, let's just have wreck this him. happen to him, it's just like it's like it's like I'm offended. Yeah, I'm yeah. like how I, could I you? feel hurt. That's he's my guy. I'm trying to heal. He's my king. All he's right. my king. He's my king, Arthur. I think we should just go into into the town. I don't want to. Let's I, just take a stroll down a straight to page. That whole place is <clears throat> void of any vegetation. Okay. And it will be. It'll be 30 years since Firewalk. I know me. fools that have known that they deserved it. I know. Like they deserved it. I know fools. <laughs> How was that? We weren't even planning. How was that? Thing. How was it? It was, was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was everything I hoped for. I wish. I wish I had more time to, uh... They're in my backpack. They're, like, a big sharpie or a small sharpie? Uh, look in there. I don't know. I have two pieces. sharpies. She picks it. I need a sharpie. Say it. What? She needs a sharpie. The fun is gone. The fun is over. The fun is... The fun, the fun the has arrived. The fun, as in Andy Brennan doing dumb things, is, is over. Yeah. What you just saw, Kenna, that's everything else for the rest of I, the show. I don't care. Okay. There's some fun. I don't There's know. There's a lot happened. of fun in the return, actually. I don't know what happened, but I really actually was tearing up during this yeah. episode because I'm like, what's happening? Everything's getting ruined. I just love looking at McKay, and he was hiding behind two pillows. Yeah. <laughs> just like, like in, he was well, in like part a of that was because pillows. I was very cold. Yes, the house. Was but also everything. part of it there was because I was scared. There were so many blankets. <laughs> I knew some stuff that was coming in this, and I was dreading it. I was dreading her screaming. Oh wow, uh, that was. <laughs> like remember? Look at my backpack then. Big, big pocket. Oh. Remember when that was the scream that we know, like we knew and know. loved, and or now what about this one? Don't do it. No, Donna's. I mean, Laura's is so much worse. Again, really bad. That's right. I actually do want to watch season one again now, yeah, bro. Like watching Twin Peaks is like I could just eternally just in the loop. Keep That's exactly. what I've been at doing for the last year and, and a half. Shows can you do that with? You know what I mean? It's not None. I watched Breaking Bad again. I watched it when it aired, and then I watched it again with Sarah. I was like, I have no desire to watch this again now. Because you know what happens. Yeah, this? exactly. doesn't matter if you know what happens. It's you don't so, know what it's happens. so well crafted. You pick up things. It's perfect. Uh-huh. There are a couple things I picked up this time. I was like, oh, dang. This fits in with stuff that happens in the return. Yeah. Okay. So 
I'm shooketh. Let's just talk about what happened. From so, who do you guys think that is at the end, looking in the mirror? Was it not Mr. Bob? Yeah, but do you think he's in Cooper's body, or what do you think that oh. is? <laughs> Ken is so like, don't talk to I me guess. right now. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to come in here. First the curtains, now you so, interrogating me. Maybe. Okay, like, Brad, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I was going to go into a different thing. Sorry, I wanted to participate. Um... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how to put everything together perfectly. But well, that's the thing about talking about everything from here on out is like we can't. We're, yeah, we will never come to a clear conclusion. So what? So what hap- happened? They're chilling at the at the station. They're, they're, so the, yeah, let's go electrically. Yeah, why not? Okay. Grand Theft Auto. They're chilling at the station. <laughs> Wait, should we start with the log lady intro? Oh yeah, I don't have it queued up, but oh. she that was freaking weird. It was weird. Yeah. Zoom in on the eye. Two reflections. And then it's just like, like something happens. I feel happens. like eyes in this were very like, pay the white ones, to me. the yeah. normal yeah. ones. So here's the thing. They're at the station. Coop is looking at the map. They figure it out. He sees the giant and the little person, the man from another place on there. Twelve rainbow trout are in the back of Pete's truck. Twelve sycamore trees. And the log lady comes up with a bottle of oil. Scorched engine oil. Where did she get that? She her husband her said, husband gave it to her and what? said, "This is from before uh, this is from a door died. that is a gateway." What more? What, the okay. night before he died. What do we know what about we, her husband? That was a, what her was husband died in a fire. Yeah. And when he died, oh. an owl flew above, and that's and basically it's like, and now he lives in the log, right? I like to think that her husband is like one of the mystical creatures of Twin Peaks. He's kind of someone that's moved away. Jeez. Okay. That's cool. Uh, and then... <laughs> this is so freaking funny. What's I, his name? Watching just, everyone right now just kind of like dazed. Just kind of like, huh. I, feel, yeah. I just feel like I went in, in there with him. I know. And I'm still in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's so good about Lynch. That's what's so good about him. Okay. So I watch. was thinking about... Maybe this is a, this is a tangent and... We're gonna talk about some of the stuff later. I was I watched I've been watching True Detective again, mm-hmm. and one TD. of the one of the points that's made in that is this idea that like, sir, it's kind of yeah, it's like the Shining kind of sometimes thing where it's like sometimes people. things that are so bad, like they never go away, and like yeah, this idea that like things have happened again and again and again and again, and like you can't like escape those things from happening, like Heidi being late for work. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Well, just the whole that that whole the whole episode feels like it's like repeating a lot of that same stuff again. And some people seem like they're reset, you know, like they're just like back at square one, and it's gonna happen again and again and again, as Matthew McConaughey says on the show. But uh. Stop. Yeah. I like don't feel good. Stop. Don't look at me like that. Please don't look at me like that. It is happening again. Mm-hmm. Okay, this it is happening again. Everything this is, is my is this is my favorite episode. Mine too. Yeah. Wait, that is so crazy. That is so crazy. I know. Cause I was like. Put a mic in front of her. No, I. 
I put a mic in front of me. I have <laughs> nothing. She's spitting right now. I have, I'm like, yo, yo, let's go. No, I have nothing important to say. It's just that's crazy. Because there's so many things that I'm like, it's just just Red Room stuff, I feel like. Yep. That I'm like, Yeah, today's episode F, is, is like, just the Red Room. I'm just we don't like, even have to go in there because we're already there. Yeah, I feel like I can yeah. like, formulate my thoughts on like a lot of this, but I have them. Okay, so here's know. the thing. Let me try and organize our thoughts a little bit. What is the Red Room to you guys? Is it the Black Lodge? So here's the thing. A couple things that we got from God. this episode. A couple oh, things we got. Jeez. The log late, or no, Sarah Palmer comes back for the first yeah. time oh since Leland died. I forgot about she that. She goes up to uh, Major Briggs and says, I am in the Black Lodge with Wait, Agent Cooper. Agent Cooper. And then what else did okay. she say? But, she said some other stuff too. She said, I've been waiting here. Like, what did she say? She said, I'm waiting, waiting here for you. I'm waiting here for you. Yeah. I think that's Wyndham Earl talking. That's why she had to go see Major Briggs, because Wyndham Earl know. knows Major Briggs. So here's the thing. The the little man, the man from another place, also says to Cooper, this is a waiting room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't think the red room is the Black Lodge. So what's huh. the Black Lodge to you? I think the Black Lodge is where Leland is, where Bob is, where the doppelgangers come from. I think they were coming into the waiting room oh, from the Black I Lodge. Yeah. I think okay. you have to the Black Lodge or the waiting room, the red room is like where you go to get to the Black Lodge or the White Lodge. I think Cooper couldn't get into either mm-hmm. because he was told that in order to enter the Black Lodge or the White Lodge, you have to have perfect love perfect. and with no with no fear. Wow. And he ran away from some stuff in this too. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was reminding me of that scene in SpongeBob where like Squidward goes into the white room yeah. and he's just running and he keeps running and he keeps running and he just keeps it, going the same Yeah, direction. It feels like, also, yeah, I mean, there's a concept brought up here too with the coffee um, and people like speaking backwards that time is being manipulated. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it says like... Well, they're in there for 24 hours. There. Well, and we don't know how long oh, he's in there yeah. too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like for like how, how time yeah. goes out for and him. And so like... If this idea of like facing these like trials, it's a really interesting idea facing these like trials because that's kind of an old story idea, you know what I mean? But then like turning that into like a really like spiritual thing and it's like an everlasting kind of thing. And it's like if you can't get over this like yeah. problem, you know what I mean? He's like trapped in this state where he can like contemplate and like get over these problems, yep. you know what I mean? In like a, in like a, perfect like petri dish laboratory setting where there's nothing else going on he has to focus singularly on these things that he's afraid of or these like problems that he has to deal with yeah totally mckay is uh mckay's in the thinker position (laughs) yeah no i'm just trying to think of how this all fits together because i don't know i'd always thought that the the red room was the black lodge but now that you bring that up now i'm like reconsidering and i'm like what what is really the black lodge see that's what this podcast is about to turn into is is just the flipping of these ideas around and figuring things out Mm -hmm. i don't know like if we're gonna like move along to what i'm going to say i don't know but just like the part with bob and um what's his face Wyndham Wyndham earl i was like I was just like, what is happening right now? Because I felt like that's when I that's when I felt like we were in the black lodge, like we were in yeah. the waiting room. Here here are my thoughts. Cuz yeah, I I I don't know. The giant is from the white lodge. And so is the old man. 
the waiter. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I, I had always thought that the giant and the old man, the waiter, were doppelgangers. Like, they were oh. doppelgangers of each other. Of each other? Yeah. Interesting. Um, Because they always showed up together. Yeah, that's They true. do. Like, they always do show up together. And uh, I don't know. I have such a hard time, like, coming up with any solid theories or... I seriously need David Lynch listening to this like, but, ex- like because like I need a nap in a week <laughs> I, but I think I honestly think that's sort of the point I don't think there is an, uh, a 100% cohesive way to well, sort all of this out the great thing for us is that we can only go off of right now what we've seen in watching this with the podcast so I'm not yeah. bringing anything into it from Firewalk with me or the uh-huh. return but just from like what we've been given but this is this is just me speculating here um, again could be any of this could be wrong. This is me just uh, with my donkey brain trying to come up with a reasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like, can we get the donkey donkey noise noises up in here? Um, no. Okay. My so this board isn't loaded right now. <laughs> Your donkey board's not loaded. Um, so a major theme of Twin Peaks throughout the whole show has been the doppelganger. Um, and we've, that's, I think that's been a, a huge deal ever since Maddie shows up. Yep. Um, and obviously, you know, there's Leland and Bob and all these other pairs of like, you know, you've maybe got like your physical self and then you've got your spiritual self or whatever. Um, and maybe your spiritual self is fluid. Maybe it fluctuates. Maybe you're not inherently tied to one being just kind of how like Bob is, you know, Bob can move from, it yeah. seems, person, from to, person, person. to person. Yep. Uh, but you always do have a doppelganger there um, in the in either the Red Room or the Black Lodge or whatever it is. Yep. Um, so going back to your original question, cycling back, who is there at the end yeah. of um, of the episode when he smashes his head into the mirror? Um, I honestly can't say, I think I, I, if I had to guess it would be Dale Cooper's doppelganger. Yeah, me too. It would be Dale Cooper from the Black Lodge. Yep. Um, and because he went into the Black Lodge, maybe with not pure intentions or whatever, yeah. um, he got trapped in there yep. and I agree. the, the evil version of himself, the complete, like yin yang cooper yeah wow. evil okay. cooper everything that's good about cooper everything that was flipped yep um so that's who's there at the end like he's not when he wakes up and he's like i wasn't sleeping he's not like charismatic at all uh-huh. with any of them not yep. a joke no yeah not and also cooper like i might be wrong but he never like smashes his head into mirrors yeah this seems kind of <laughs> yeah that's like no so other episode not so quirky of him to so, do um, um, it's kind of quirky. Before there's a picture quirky. of him with the blood. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, but then like, okay, I have to add a um, an, a, a, a footnote to my previous okay. theory because I also think like, what if it is Cooper? Like, what if it I is know, just right? Cooper and yeah. it's, but it's Cooper with Bob now in him. inside yeah. him. I know because it wasn't like kind we had Leland Palmer. I was like, we yeah. didn't have Leland get doppelganger. That was just Leland. No. Leland yeah. was always Leland had no doppelganger. Yeah. Like, like you could maybe call Bob Leland's doppelganger. Here's you my could, here's my one thought to maybe push against that a little bit. 
there's no right answer is that I don't think Bob could inhabit Cooper. I think mm-hmm. he would only be able to inhabit his doppelganger, yeah. which is like everything wrong. Well, but I also okay, sorry, just no, last thing. You we I just said Leland has no doppelganger. I'm going to take that back. What if he what I if feel like does? maybe he does. Yeah. Like cuz yeah. when his hair changes, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But like there obviously there's Maddie and then there's uh, there's Laura, Laura which I've always two wondered, different colors like, of hair, like, and then Laura, I've always felt like it, Twin Peaks is saying is the benevolent one, but mm-hmm. Maddie's not evil. No, in fact, she's and more benevolent than Laura, and that's yeah. that's why that's like kind of where my I don't know. I think but because like, people are not as divided as Dale Cooper is because not everyone is as good as he is. Laura Palmer was murky, Here's, and yeah, so, no, exactly. so it's and so Maddie was more out. clean. She wasn't like perfect, you know what I mean. So if you have like if it, if if you're considering a doppelganger to be like the yin yang of who you are, yeah, Maddie and Laura, like Laura herself, she is an inherently good person, but she did a lot of bad things. Yes, yeah. And so because she's like maybe a fifty fifty, here's maybe Maddie wasn't also here's, match that. Here's you know? how I see it: Dale wasn't trying to get into the White Lodge; she was trying to get into the Black Lodge to save Annie. So. He would. There's he. I feel like the the White Lodge and Black Lodge. If you're if you're worthy to enter the White Lodge, there's no doppelganger for you there. There's one for you to enter the Black Lodge though. There's a doppelganger in the Black Lodge for you, right? Mm. Like they have like stacked teams of like who they don't have, and so when he goes into the Black Lodge, his doppelganger is a- able to overpower him and leave, and he stays there as like a slave. Um, it's uh, it's all very. This is yeah. This is uh, there were some things. Yeah, there were some things. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but there were some things that um, like when he man. shows up, <laughs> the the man from the man in the red suit and the giant, yeah, both say to him hallelujah. Yeah, like they're they're Angels. excited that he is there. Yeah, you know, and like they're very happy about him being there. And there's also a detail where like Dale Cooper came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, yep. like he shows up by himself as soon as there is trouble at the beginning of the show. He just like appears, basically. He rolls up in his car and he's just there. You're saying he never existed? I'm saying, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Do you think the he White doesn't. Lodge sent him? You know, I'm saying he doesn't. None of these people exist in reality. You know what I'm saying? Shut but like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a this TV whole thing show, bro- Wait, yeah. No, this, this all happened. This is no. a documentary. I'm, it's just interesting. And, there was also the problem with like the problem with Annie and like Dale's behavior in the last two episodes is that Dale has been pretending from the beginning that he would do anything to, to find out who killed Laura Palmer and to like end this madness. But he wasn't that good. But at he it. was not as willing as he pretended he was because yeah. as soon as there was a distraction, he was like not worthy for like what he was going up against. You know what I yeah. mean? And so like it feels like this whole thing is like a like kind of a punishment or like a it's like you know a Jonah situation where it's like if you're gonna try to do what I don't want you to do what are you doing I was filming Kenna just listen to you (laughs) sorry I was just saying it feels like a Jonah situation where it's like (laughs) Dale Cooper had a had a set course and he was deviated from that course because his heart was like you're saying not pure his heart was not like as like one like as as it should have been yeah. for what he was doing, and so this whole thing is like a consequence of him like being like not perfect. Here's here's the thing. Here's what I'm, here's <laughs> what I, here's the point I'm trying to get at, and you're 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 very close. 
if you're so close to like my if, point. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Here's so what's important. Okay? You're getting so it right, Brad. My point is that if if the doppelganger Cooper is the exact opposite of Dale Cooper, R. Cooper, then he'd probably date Audrey. <laughs> oh hell oh, yeah. yeah. That's what we've been needing this whole time. <laughs> I feel like you're not allowed to press it. <laughs> <yourself. laughs> we all need, we all need one of those keyboards. <laughs> I would hate for anyone that worked on this show to listen to a bunch of nerds. He's ruining it. The way that we're ruining it. I don't sell drugs. Actually, I grew up He's pressing all That's of right. I think we've run out of ways to talk about this. This is you guys no. with me in the soundboard. Put it down! Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay. I have a couple questions for you guys that hopefully will lighten the mood a little bit. How does that sound? Okay. Okay. Well, and then, so I'm going to ask these questions before we... I have bullet points of every supernatural thing that happens in this episode. Okay. We can go through all of them. I can just list them out. That's to probably honest, what we should have done from the beginning. Let's do it. To be honest, I have been like... So this whole time, all of the times that we've recorded... I think Kenna right now is like, why'd you make me watch this show in the first place? I know, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually kind of pissed. Yeah. I'm actually a little bit pissed. All of the episodes that we've watched, you guys are like, look out for doubles, look out for doubles, because it's Twin Peaks, it's two of everything. <laughs> and I, I've been, been like... I've been like <laughs> and that's how I usually do it. And I've, it. I've been like, shut <laughs> up, like, who cares? But then this episode, I was, like with the doppelganger stuff, I'm just like... <laughs> I just want to cry. Yeah. I tell you what. Reason being, because I've seen this Reason show before, being. and I'm watching it again, and stuff that I didn't notice the first time I watched it, when I watch it now and I do notice it, it scares the yeah. shit out yeah. of me. Yeah, well, just because yeah. I should have noticed. Like, yeah. just little things. Like, uh, why is Bob? Why? Why is there a Bob and a Poppy? You know? Yeah. I'm just like, Bob what's the connection and there? Bob. Why is there a Mike and a Mike? I, well, they're both. Both sets are friends with each other. Yeah. yeah. Why is fire coming out of the back of his head when he gets his soul ripped out of him? Yeah. Why is Sarah Palmer talking to him in the yeah. restaurant like yeah. that? My but, second favorite shot of this entire episode is when it's Bob and Doppelganger Cooper laughing together. Oh. And like Cooper oh, looks yes. off. It's so freaking so good. good. So sh- should I do quirky fun questions or should I do supernatural stuff first? Should we alternate? Let's, yeah, we'll go one by one. Yeah. Okay. Let's alternate. Yeah, let's like, alternate. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Harrison can kiss you. He really likes so, that idea. That's spooky. It seems that at the end of the episode, <laughs> I, I'm reading what I wrote. So it seems that at the end of the episode, Cooper's doppelganger has, esca- has escaped the Black Lodge. What would your doppelganger be like if you met them? <laughs> oh. I feel like oh, my no, doppelganger. My yeah, doppelganger yeah. would be super. Well, like practical in that it's like art is dumb i don't like stories or mm. storytelling i feel like that'd be the thing is be like i don't like music i don't i like numbers like i don't know that, be like if he's opposite field, of me it'd be like <laughs> no i think he'd be an, an no, accountant he'd be like a, a yeah he would have any practical job i think that the doppelganger yeah, of, of me would be like a sexual deviant because <laughs> you're so virtuous because i <laughs> that is such a good, <laughs> such a good virgin to you no i can't i just i i, <laughs> I feel right like i i try to i'm more like scared of those things than anything like i'm like oh i need to be careful or like not 
I that's the wrong way of saying it. <laughs> I think the opposite of Brad would be like uh like yeah. a lot more vain. Why You'd be like really obsessed with yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Already kind of that way. But in like well, a really you... douchey way. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be like. Uh, I feel be, like I'd have no on the football team. I don't. It's not that I do have regard for <laughs> I think people's. That's the opposite of you. <laughs> yeah, look at them. You'd be arms. like really popular, and people would like you. <laughs> Shut up. Here's maybe what I'm trying to say. These <laughs> <laughs> are crying. And I would just have sex with everyone. We're just gonna bully people right I, now. Yeah, I know. This is hilarious. <laughs> We're like, oh, the opposite of gonna be some sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably someone that I want to. <laughs> Gosh! No, the opposite of I was just trying the to say. Kenna would have liked the end of Twin Peaks and would have been like, it's "Oh, true. this isn't scary at all." Well, that's true. That's actually true. I'd have no regard for like my own motivations or like any kind of like. I would just do whatever, probably. That's that's true. I would have goals. I think I would have like solid goals. <laughs> Here, throw the mic away. So no, no, no. Goals. Okay, so basically, I want all of us to do it for each other. I don't want anyone to do it for themselves. I think that's unfair. Okay. Opposite yeah. of McKay would be. Um, you would have like, hmm, <laughs> hmm, because I'm I'm trying to think if I don't know if I'm being. There'd be nothing about sweet it. about you. Oh, no. I feel like you because you're too Say sweet. It. Say it. There'd be you, nothing you sweet be, about you. You would be one of those people that goes through drive-throughs and is just a total like a-hole. Yeah. To... No, yeah, that's true. It's that's like so when jo- when Michael Sarah like pretends for no to be reason. a jerk on like on this is the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like slapping people's butt all the time <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. You would come in here every week. You'd I be like, dude, I nailed this chick earlier. This yes. Week. <laughs> you would, you would never yeah, yeah, follow yeah. through with anything. Mm. You're going to follow hey, through that, stuff. Yeah. That means a lot. Yeah. This is the opposite I, of a roast. Hey. I really try. I try to follow through, okay? The opposite of Kenna would be like super. Um, you'd be like one of those girls who's like. Just say it. Like, you know how, like, sometimes <laughs> when you talk to her, she'd be, like, super cool. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> she would be nothing girl instead of everything girl. Nothing, yeah, <laughs> nothing no, girl. No, yeah. Wait, I love that so have, much. I'm going to be nothing, nothing girl. girl. Wait, you have to get, like, white cataract. I, like, I will get white contacts. Wait, wait, we should be our doppelgangers for Halloween. Oh, my God. Black Lodge Brad. <laughs> wait, that is sick. Wait, wouldn't that be should be White Lodge Brad? And then everyone says Black Lodge person? I'm just kidding. Why? But, uh, oh, because I'm horrible. Lodge. Okay. No, okay. you would be, you know those girls? That yeah, I would be on time. But really mean. You'd <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be on time and, and throw in other people's faces. Yeah. Like, why are you late? <laughs> um, if Ken, if, if, do you know those girls that when you talk to them, they're like super, you can tell they're not listening to you. Yeah. They're really what? They're yeah. like, you like can tell they're, they're not they're listening absolute. to you. Like, yeah, uh-huh, sure. Yeah, just like, like yeah. you know, the, the girl like, that's like, I don't even like peanut like, butter. They, like, <laughs> like you're talking, I don't even like peanut butter. <laughs> the type of girl where like, you, you talk to them and then like, as you're talking oh. to them, they will like, Take out their phone and like. Yep, exactly. Start like, Wait, that means oh. a lot. Yeah. yeah. You'd just be like, oh, I've never heard of that. Like, that's what you would do. <laughs> you'd, like, like, yeah. you'd be like, I really, I mean, I don't listen to music. I like all music. I don't really listen I to like, like all music. a lot of like specific oh music. I just mostly what's on the radio. On Spotify when I like go to the gym. When I yeah. go to the gym. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my, my wouldn't have fucking Pythons. <laughs> Brad's, we've we've already done Brad's opposite. What's my opposite? Huh? <laughs> okay. Harrison's opposite would be, um, you would be zero motivation. Yeah, you have no motivation. You'd, you would You'd be sh- a schlob. You'd be like you would like. You'd be very of, unkempt. No, no uh-huh. I don't. I don't think you'd be a schlob. I think you'd be the type of person who like 
thrives off of like taking orders from people mm-hmm. oh my you know gosh. you'd be like uh oh, you'd heavens. be like a, a perfect subordinate because you just yeah. thrive because someone would come and say you accountants. gotta do this accountants and you'd and be you'd just do it it would be an interesting combination because you'd be very like limp dick and very weak but also very like poisoned and bitter inside your soul <laughs> even though you did this to yeah. yourself yeah it'd be so weird to be someone's doppelganger because everyone has goodness inside them even if they have like yeah. certain personalities like i love how your guy is really on time but like a d- about it like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be hilarious. very unapologetic which i could probably be that way if i was ever on time to anything i wouldn't have to apologize so. it'd be funny if yeah brad starts being on time places like i don't feel guilty anymore. i don't feel guilty about anything in fact i kind of hate everyone i <laughs> bet everything's <laughs> not my fault <laughs> it's like the, 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 that, the type of person who feels entitled because because they do everything right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Supernatural stuff. I'm just going to riddle off a couple bullet points for this one. Okay. Firewalk with me is brought up again. Woo! Oh, yeah. Scorched engine oil and the log lady's husband. Woo! Ronette says she smelled it the night Laura died, and that's where they found Laura's diary pages was by in Glastonbury Grove. That's what Hawk says. What? So in the first episode, when they're surveying the crime scene, Hawk finds pages from Laura's diary, and he uh, just says that he found it at Glastonbury Grove. Um, he found them in a. Oh wait, never mind. That never mind. Earl quotes uh, Earl, but really it's Annie. They quote Psalm fifty one when at Glastonbury Grove. <laughs> I haven't been able to figure out why they do that. I think it's just because mm-hmm. she was in a because uh, she was convent. Really yeah. <laughs> okay. Then, oh, why does why does um I, I don't know if you're planning on getting to this. You why does she just like now. suddenly like in trance? Loose. Yeah. I don't know who. Annie. Annie, when they show the Glastonbury Grove, she's as just like... As soon as she, like, steps yeah. through the clothes... But she, Cooper kind of does, too? Circle? Yeah, he yeah. kind of does, too. Maybe it's just, Maybe like, it's just, like, it's, like... When she was I don't... Like, Annie had also was completely... Had no idea where she was going or what was happening. Yeah. So, I imagine that would be a pretty strange experience if you'd never experienced anything like that before. Yeah, it yeah. would suck. But when the world does not be like lose... being forced to do... Lose his edibles uh, or something or something. Edibles was not. I meant to say. I meant to say psychedelics. So, but when 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 Earl steps through, he does not lose consciousness. No, he doesn't. He's always. It may it could be because he's already very evil. Okay, quirky quirky question. We'll do quirky questions every episode from now on. I love that. Quirky question. Audrey Horn ties herself. (laughs) Here, give me the blog. Okay, sorry. Brad, put it on the table. Now zip it up. Okay. Uh, Audrey Horn ties her Gosh. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know if that got on. Uh, Audrey Horn ties herself to the savings and loan to protest the Ghostwood Forest Project. What is a stupid thing? So try not no no non-political. The only politics we care about is a pine weasel. Okay. What's a stupid thing you would like to protest, and how would you protest it? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Obviously, as a joke. No, no, no. You said not make it political. I don't have to cut. I thought it was funny. Okay, Okay, whatever. What's a stupid thing you would protest, and how would you protest it? A stupid thing that I would protest, and how would I protest it? Mm. Mm, I need to think about that because if I can only do one. Do you know what I would protest? Hmm. You know when you go to drink from a drinking fountain? Yes. And there's no water pressure. Yeah. Oh. I'm there. I am there. I would protest drinking fountains with not enough water pressure to prevent the spreading of illness. I, it just like public. oozes out. I would, yeah. I would just protest. Ninja turtles out. Yeah. You, you've got to like wrap just, your lips around it. Yeah, you got to like. It's basically a straw. At that point. I am one more <laughs> gallon of milk away from handcuffing myself to the fridge in my apartment. 
because whenever food is bought in my house, for uh, some reason, it becomes everybody's food. Oh, that's uh, annoying. And that is the worst. That is annoying. It's annoying. That's These are good ones. These are good. Kenna? Oh, I need more. Time. I understand that I also eat other people's things, but... <laughs> You don't like it when people just want there to be rules. Brad's like, I am also part of the problem. I'm part of the problem, but not as much. I I get that it evens out probably. You know, I want to keep my communist kind of mind open a little bit. You're an upper middle class white woman trying to tell everyone on Instagram. This is how I end up in a. Brad's a communist, but he doesn't enjoy it. Why it's everyone else's fault. This is how I end up in a bread line. Is because it starts out everyone's sharing, and then. A couple years of me being like, oh, it probably evens out me being this kind of like low working dude. And then before you know it, it doesn't even out. They're all taking advantage. All the things I keep thinking of are things that like God created and I can't change them. (laughs) (laughs) So like, like flying bugs. Can we we drop every bug's wings? Yeah. Because I actually do. I I don't mind bugs, really. If they fly, like get the F out of. But my face. But Why does it have to be got to be fly right in my fucking face? Birds can have you do seen the, the job of flies. Birds can't. What about butterflies? Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen that meme where it's like your ass could fly anywhere in the whole world and you got to fly right in my fucking face? Know, that's <laughs> so annoying. Okay, I would probably. I hate those like scooters that you can just pick up and ride and. Oh, those are so dumb. You're right. Scooters. Yeah. Those are dumb. Who's riding those? Weirdos. Uh, yeah. yeah. Weirdos they are riding those. They just leave them in the middle of the road. At yeah. And you, and you move them and they scream. I hate it. Yeah. Those are hilarious. Yeah. That's such a I've weird thing. Have you ever seen like, the trucks that come and pick them up and stuff? No. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's kind of kind of. It is kind of weird. That is it's weird. Kind of, like, it's like, it's like. Unsettling. Yeah. It feels like, it feels they... almost like the Truman Show. I know. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. wait, what? They're what? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing something that's that? affecting my reality. He's seen too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so. And that's what it feels like. Cooper hears an owl when he enters Wait, Glastonbury sorry. Grove. That just reminds yes, me. Sorry. That just reminds me of the thing where it's like, you know, like it's just like a guy thinking. It's like a meme. And he's like, you know, I've never seen my my neighbors carry in their groceries. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like yeah. it's just like in the simulation. Anyways, yeah. it's funny. Cooper hears an owl when he enters Glastonbury Grove. I have watched your neighbors through their window also, and uh, whenever we go outside, they always have their blinds up, you know what I mean? And you can always see them. It feels like parts of the Caribbean. Like, it feels like they're on a track. Like, there's no way those are real people. They're just in there, like, like yeah. Kevin Malone's yes, house and exactly. just being, like, orchestrated and Watching stuff. Watching people through their window definitely feels like that. Watching Simulation people through their window feels really. weird. It feels kind of spooky. Kind of you were saying... Sorry. Oh, I was just saying things. that Cooper heard an owl when he entered Glastonbury Grove. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. I was saying. Oh, I was just saying. Just trying to run a mother no. podcast here. <laughs> Owls, yeah. Uh, Sarah Palmer speaking on behalf of someone. Oh. I think it's I think it's Wyndham Earl. I, don't I do you think it's Wyndham Earl. Why? Why Sarah Palmer? That's Why what I'm wondering. Why is she so clairvoyant? Oh, I almost forgot I about think, that. I think it's because like, she saw the horse. had such a close encounter to... You know, she obviously both of her. The horse. She, she was horse, crawling right. on the ground, incapacitated, when Leland killed Maddie. You know that. You know that meme where it's like the bird talking, and then there's another bird that's bigger. Oh my and gosh! Yes. Yeah. that yeah. was McKay and Brad. Just uh, she was crawling <laughs> on the ground. You're like, yeah, she's, she's a, she was crawling <laughs> on the ground. You don't get it. <laughs> okay. She came down in a bubble. Came out in a bubble, dog. Grow up. Let's cut that out. I'm sorry. Um, That's copyrighted. Jokes. uh, She's clairvoyant. I don't know why. I think it's very interesting that she is, though. Why do you think it's Wyndham Earl, though? Like, why would Wyndham Earl possess her? 
I guess and because, why because would, what he says is I'm in the Black Lodge. I think Winnemore, we don't see Winnemore for most of the time in but there. The but sh- why would she, if it's Winnemore, what would his motivation be to come to Major Briggs and tell him that? Yeah, that seems I like a warning. He, I think he, oh, I th- well, is Sarah Palmer in the Black Lodge then? Because I thought he was like, come, come I, to the Black Lodge, I'll kill you too. I almost yeah. thought it was Laura Palmer. Really? Yeah. Ooh, wait. That actually makes Where sense. Where it's like, because, I mean, considering everything that's happened. You know um, what else? <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's just, you know, this whole family, the three of them, have obviously had very close run-ins. Yeah, that house, is, that house is spooky. Black Lodge energy. happenings. Yes. And so um, I almost feel like because, you know, people in the Black Lodge know that Major Briggs has a connection, this is sort of like a... A warning. I feel like it's more of a warning slash cry for help or like whatever than it is Wyndham Earl just trying to spook some people. It was kind of inappropriate for Sarah Palmer to interrupt their foreplay. But anyway, it wasn't inappropriate. <laughs> it reminds me of the Blue Rose, which was them trying to figure out these like extraterrestrial like signals going on and whatnot that ended up being stuff that was happening in the woods around Twin Peaks. Yeah. And he got the freaking message that said Cooper several times. Yeah. And that had owls, to have come from the says, same place. The and the only the person that we know that's in there is also Laura Palmer. You know what I mean? So I feel mm, like both of those yeah. things could be from Laura Palmer. But I'd never considered Would Laura that. know to tell Major Briggs that? Why did Jacoby take Sarah to Major Briggs? Did she ask for Briggs? Briggs? Well, has Briggs been there? Has Briggs met her? Can you imagine Sarah Palmer just like chilling her Has house. he ever talked she's about like, that? Take me to Garland. Has he ever <laughs> talked about that? <laughs> and Jacoby's just walking by and yeah. he's like, I think like, something's okay. going on. I mean, help us, Brad. Well, I uh, maybe J- maybe Jacoby's been working with her. Because of all like, the... Yeah. I, oh, I, actually, I think he has. I want to re-look at all of the experiences that Garland has had, too, because he's talked about some weird stuff also. I don't know where he has been. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? But he is also someone that seems to have like a pretty thin connection. Yep, yeah, I agree. Him and Log Lady got a stuff bang. that's going on. Yep. Interesting. So, um, the man from the other place says they are in a waiting room. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kind of talked about that. And he also says, when you see me again, it won't be me. Which, then, yeah. Laura Palmer says, I should have gotten the sound bite for the soundboard, but I'll try to recreate it best I can. I'll see you again in 25 years. Meanwhile, I love that hand pose. Oh, it's so cool. Then it's the giant sits down next to the (coughs) the little boy, the little man, and says one and the same. Very interesting. Then the coffee turns to engine oil. Did you guys catch that? Yep. Oh yeah. So coffee being in a cup and then turning to engine oil, and then last episode we had Wyndham Earl showing up with all that black in his mouth. I think he drank that engine oil. Yeah. Yeah. I think he I already would, is yeah. like full evil, and that like that's how he gets even more also, evil. Also, okay, this is a very subtle thing, but um, Wyndham Earl turns the symbol in yeah. the owl cave upside, upside down. down. Dale Cooper, before he goes to drink the coffee, turns it upside oh, down wow. to grab the handle and drink it. I don't know if that means anything or if that was even intentional, but I just I thought it was... I need to go change my pants. That, no, that is like actually <laughs> so sick because it's cool. you know that's that's incredible. They I, lingered on that shot yeah. so long. They did, it yeah, like yeah. Almost hurt. It makes me wish that I knew more about like anything. 
like the occult or like weird old ancient religious practices. I love how cool Brad to share the mic and look at what's going on. I just moved it. I just moved it. It was over on her. I just moved it. I swear. We really need to get a fourth mic for you, but uh, you're never around anymore. So I wish that I knew more of the deep like influences in this because the only thing that I know anything about is like the Jewish like tabernacle. You know what I mean? And a lot of this feels very like based in in that yeah. with like the curtains and the moving and the rooms and things like that. It's just it's interesting, and I feel like there's a lot going on that's kind of connected to that, which I think is cool. So the man from the oh, actually let's should we do the we'll do the third uh, quirky question before we get to the segments. So the man from the the man from another place, the little guy, he says, "Wow, Bob, wow!" Right before the coffee turns to engine oil. That's a palindrome. That is a palindrome. And then they watched Tenet in its entirety. Yeah. So race car. <laughs> race car, Bob. Race. Race car, car, Bob. Race Bob. car. Poop. Boob. Boob. Poop. Bob. Boobs, but it's just boob. 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 Bob. Boob. Okay. Ted. Or taco cat. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> taco cat. Okay, so earlier, let the record show. <laughs> let the record let the show that Harrison said boob, but Brett said tit. Um, Maddie, and there are doubles in the red room. We don't get a close up on Maddie, um, but I think she has white eyes. Yeah. Oh, does she? Yeah. I feels like she does. Um, <laughs> and then Cooper going back and forth between the two rooms. One chance out between two worlds. Two worlds. Ooh. I would. Think that, but then also I'm just like, are there just two rooms? Like Wait. I feel like there are infinite amount of. Rooms well, and who, the the little guy is yeah. the one that said fire walk with me. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, one chance out between two worlds. Fire, fire walk, walk with, with me. me. Maybe he's chance out between to, two worlds is the waiting room in between it's the two the worlds. Dude. Yeah, he's trying. We to have get people been. We've to, solved Twin Peaks. We haven't, solved even, Peaks. we haven't even watched the movie or the return yet. No, it makes sense. Uh, shoot, I was gonna say something. I forgot. So. uh my last quirky question before we get to individual segments. Wow. I can't. I just. Wow. Okay, go We're going fast. Well, it's just yeah. You guys sometimes you guys are like, you guys are discussing things, and then I put something else together, and I'm like, I just have to be like, wow, for wait, a minute. Wait, what did you? No, did you put something together? No. You want to share? Sure. Just, I just am on a trip right now. Well, here's what you, here's what you can think about. The red room is very particularly decorated. If you guys were to decorate a room that symbolized the gap between life, death, heaven, and hell, what would you put in it? Hmm. I think I would have the dining area from a Cold Stone Creamery with a family eating ice cream. Oh, my gosh. I think I would have... A jukebox that only They're has pretty close to life and death. <laughs> yeah. Because in some it's ways... Heaven, in some ways... Heaven yeah. and hell. Um, I have a jukebox with one song on it, but I don't know what that song would be. It's not unusual. Oh, yeah. By Tom Jones. <laughs> or uh What's New Pussy? <laughs> or, yeah, What's New Pussy got 21 times. Mambo number five. Mambo number five. Do you imagine? No. If, that would be that would be bam, such a great turn. It's like if that just starts playing in the in the red room. What's new, pussy cat? How about like a G6? Like a G6. <laughs> Sorry. That one's good. No, it would just be, now, it would just now, be now, Farry's now. movement. He's running with like the flashing lights like it's a rave. Or like, now I'm feeling so fly. What's that song by Gym Class Heroes? <laughs> <laughs> da 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 da. 
Oh, take a look at my girlfriend. She's the only one I got. That would be my girlfriend. Girlfriend. That would be playing when he he comes up and says she's Annie and Caroline. Oh my gosh. What would you guys have in your red room? Okay, I I used to work at. For those of you who are not from these parts, there's a there's a furniture store called R.C. Willie. Ooh, you used yeah. to work I used there? to work there for oh, a brief wow. brief sense of time, and there was a break room, and in this break room there were no windows, there were fluorescent lights. Oh my god! Um, there were on the walls just outdated old like safety, and Dude, I think like customer service yeah. papers, like very outdated, and then on the speaker, kind of like the muffled speaker, you know how it is, yeah. um, just like soft early '90s hits. Always. Oh my gosh. Um, nice. This would be my red room. That's it was like it was like a place where I'm like, this is not reality. Like yeah. this is this is a microcosm of the universe where life ceases. This is a stepping happen. off that point. So and that that's awesome. a portal. I had it's a, a it's, it's yeah. I had a I read a there's a story by I don't know what his name is, but it talks about this green felt door. That people would have in their houses. I don't remember why. I looked it up once. I can't remember. It's like an old thing. But I can't remember. But he describes this room that has a green felt door. And then like the outside. Inside the room there's just like a desk. And there's just endless amounts of like work. That like it just it just mm. is like never ending. It sounds Kafka-esque. Yeah. And then there's just like a window. And there's like a picture of like the night sky. In that, in that window. But it's like you can feel that it's like cold. And it's like the brick, like it's just the same. Do you know who loves Kafka? Kafka is one of his favorite creators, hmm. David Lynch. Cool, I can see that. So, um, yeah, I mean, you guys are all you're 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 definitely describing. Or maybe a gas station bathroom. Oh, yeah. What would your what would your bedroom be? Well, I don't know. I kind of feel like family reunion vibes. The people that you'd oh, never wow. really see. Oh. And it's just like all the they're faces almost your fake mind remembers, you. but you never talk yeah, to these people. They're almost fake to you. Right. And like I was thinking of that because I was like, what's like the most like alternate universe experience I've had? And it was when I was like eleven years old at a family reunion. I was like, I know none of these people, but they're all real but fake to me. And I remember going down to the basement of this like random relative's house I'd never been to before. Taxidermy everywhere, covered in taxidermy floors with like rugs of animals i was like where am i i am not on earth anymore like that is my red room it's just like bammer union vibes weird taxidermy everywhere you don't know what's going on you don't know anyone really but they know you weird stuff like that Mm, that's that's good because you know like that has like that quality where you feel like you've slipped out of time yep when you're meeting that many like new relatives and stuff and they're introducing themselves you're like i feel like i've been talking to you for yeah forever forever yeah as this is going on this is never going to end um yeah (laughs) so this is just a cool little story so in the 90s after they've made firewalk with me and they're uh I can't remember which production company it was. They're like, we're not going to do Twin Peaks anymore. So they started auctioning off a lot of the props and sets, like parts of the set, to fans. And this guy bought the chair from the from the red room, like one of the chairs that they have in there. That's dope. Wow. But it was a couple. It was like it was like in the late '90s, so it had been in a, like a storage facility for a while. I think it actually had been owned by someone else as well. 
And so he had to like reupholster it and redo the chair completely. And then when they were doing the return, people were reaching out to Twin Peaks fans and be like, you guys don't have any props. And he was like, you guys can use my chair. And it's used in the return. That's awesome. I know. How sick is that? He, and he got to visit the set and like bring the chair and like watch that's them so film dope. with it. it. I'm just thinking like that's probably the greatest fan experience you could yeah. ever imagine. Okay. Say it pays to upholster. Yeah, it does. I oh! just, I realized uh, what the green bay's door that was in houses was meant to separate the servants quarters from the house oh. and so they couldn't hear you like talking behind that door oh, wow. and that's like the purpose of it and so like if you were on the side of the green felt that meant you were a servant and you're like Jeez. inside and stuff wow. that's whack. okay kenna's cute cooper corner i do not have anything for you i am upset at dale cooper not dale cooper it's not him you're upset at david well i what you know yes. the last shot where he's laughing it just isn't him and it yeah. made and it like literally shattered my heart i was like this is it's over i don't know when it's if it's ever going to get back to normal i don't know what's going to happen but this isn't dale anymore i've got i've got something his pajamas are always cute maybe this will comfort you so <clears throat> the one of the writers on the show um Robert Angles, he was interviewed a couple of years after they made Firewalk With Me because he co-wrote this episode and he co-wrote Firewalk With Me. And they're like, so if you guys had gotten renewed, what would have happened? He's like, oh, we already had planned out season three. What? And apparently season three, wow. they would have solved the whole Cooper problem like in Quickly. the first episode. Oh. And apparently Sheriff Truman would have had to travel to the planet Mercury what? And dr by driving his car backwards through like fields of cream corn. Oh what? My gosh. Yeah, that's apparently what they had that that for this for the first for that the first is, episode. That yeah, was the plan. That, that sounds like fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why. There you go. So, all right. What age the best? <laughs> I think just Aud I think Audrey with handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Yeah. I think what age the best yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree right. with that. Not I also think just the just ending a show like this yeah oh just yeah. like a giant middle finger mm -hmm. well we think about i don't know brad kept on bringing up well, the shining I, and i was like yeah. i don't know shining vibes in this episode for sure oh yeah i also think like i'm not a huge television junkie but i would venture to say that airing something like this on national television oh, yeah. Yeah. this experimental really opened a lot of doors oh yeah the x-files shows to come yeah. or yeah the open curtains fringe really. yeah yep I, I agree lost what's age the worst mm. the show ending like this yes. the show ending like this yeah. <laughs> not being able to get uh closure, no closure with a show that's being canceled now then again we haven't covered firewalk with me yet and we haven't covered so so the return Fire Walk With Me and The Return, is it a continuation or is yep. it like separate? No, it's it's all okay. It's all together. Okay. You'll good. see. Good, good. Um, Bernie Renault Heat Check Award. I. Laura Palmer. Oh, fetch. Yeah. Yeah. For absolutely. sure. For sure. Like one hundred percent. I was about Nobody to say. Nobody else can have it. Well, P is, P is second. I was. I P was going to say. Great. I was like, if not giving it to Laura Palmer, I would give it to Leland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Oh, just seeing him was like, so I did good. Not just kill seeing anybody. him in the first place, and then just that one line where he's like, "I did not kill her." Yeah. Oh, and then and then him and and Dale, their doppelgangers, like together. Uh huh. Just like laughing together. Amazing. So oh, 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 oh. That would, by the okay, way. While, okay. While actually. Oh yeah, McKay, you go first. Can I give my award to who? I don't know the name of the actor, but the whoever sang the Sycamore Tree song. Oh, oh, yeah. oh Jimmy. Oh, um, that was so good. Jimmy Scott. Let me Jimmy see. Scott. The light on him. And that freaked me out too. Wow. I forgot about that. Oh, that was so good. It feels like they're singing him a swan song. You know yeah. I mean? like, yeah. That 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 part shook me. With like the flashing lights and just Jimmy Scott. Jimmy yeah. Scott. My my award goes to Jimmy Scott. Final answer. Like, yeah. Um for everyone out there who's listening, I want you guys to know that when uh Dale Cooper comes up to Leland in the hallway and then runs away and then Doppelganger Cooper comes up and talks to Leland and they laugh and then Doppelganger Cooper chases other Cooper. I made the analogy that that was Brad and his friend following a girl in high school who was wearing yoga pants. Yeah, it's just the, the way they like look at each other and start giggling. It's like, and then he starts running after her. That was her. when I was very young <laughs> and first started noticing women. That's, yeah, it felt like that. I agree about uh, Jimmy Scott and Laura Palmer, which would go to Cheryl Lee for mm-hmm. playing Laura Palmer. Mm-hmm. That she, no one can scream like her. Jeez. No. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so good. I know. Yeesh. Favorite scene. <sighs> Does the end count as one scene? I know the... Oh, wow. I think my actual favorite scene is when he first comes in and Jimmy Scott's singing. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say too. the same yeah. thing. Like, oh, wow. It's such a great introduction. It's, That's my that, It's like that part, that single part. Like, it's the whole episode's amazing, but that single part, I'm like, this yeah. is S-tier Twin yeah. Peaks. Like, yeah, this is, is, is one of the best episodes. Yeah. It's, it's when she s- says, meanwhile... Strikes the Meanwhile. pose and then screams and like climbs over the couch, like Bob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh, she climbs backwards like Bob climb, climbs over the couch to Maddie. Yep. Oh. Double no. kind of doubles. I can't do it with a double. Who won the episode? I think she won it for me. Yeah. Kyle McLaughlin won it for me. Cool. He has to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Cool. He does have to he do a lot. Screw you. He does. Cool. Yeah. No, but you're right. Nice. You're right. Oh, Freaking um, David Lynch won the episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Let's be real. Who lost the episode? ABC and America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> rate the episode. Ten. It's ten. 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 That's yeah. ten. That's a ten. That's a ten. It's, it's one of like it's one of like four or five tens in the whole run of the show for me. Yep. This one, mm-hmm. when Maddie dies and we find out that Leland's the yep. killer. Yep. Yeah. Um, the ep- the pilot. And the eighth episode. The last episode of season one, I think, is perfect. Eighth episode of season two, when like you find. No, eleventh episode. Well, is that I, I was that gonna. Is? I was gonna it's say. You... Uh, What's the episode when Leland dies? That's eleventh episode. Okay. Yeah. That one's the third perfect. episode, season one, episode three. Where you first go to the red room. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's another ten for me. I like season one. Season two, episode one is really good too. Yeah, uh, season one though is just like perfect all around. Yeah, the mm-hmm. day of the the funeral episode of season one is oh really good geez. as well. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Good lord, but yeah, this is definitely in that. This is a very special place. Again, uh, I've seen some things. I've seen some things I've really liked. It's really hard, I think, now for something to really. 
impress me, let alone like completely blow my mind and shatter my expectations. Yeah. This show does that more than most of the movies that I have seen and like most of what I've seen in general. I haven't seen that much, but like it has done that. You know what I mean? This doesn't just like sit as like being like a good show or like these are good episodes of the show. This is like, I think in as far as like this, as far as any media goes and especially as like far as this format goes, this is the best that this ever gets. Yep. Like, which is really cool. I just have, a, I have a lot of thought, like just thoughts about the show and I'm just thinking about everything that I've seen and I'm just like, cause I don't know, this is obviously a very important show. It was. I knew it was a, a very important show to you guys. This is how kind of retires from. Doing I know, <laughs> and I, I'm like, I know this is this so is important to you guys. Too much for <laughs> this me. is my but resignation letter. My mental health health is plummeting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and no, that. Yeah. No, I just. I, yeah, he'll do that. To you. I was so like, honestly, like as we were even as we were watching, like yes, I've I've loved like what we've watched so far and stuff, but your guys's take on it, I'm always like, okay, yeah, it's great, but chill out. Mm-hmm. And then with this episode, I was like. Nothing, nothing has done this. Nothing yeah, has done yeah, this. Yeah. It's just so great. And if you, I wish that I could show this to people. But, I know. But it's like the podcast was honestly for a lot of, for the whole drought, I was like, this is the only reason I'm watching this right now. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. But well, if I would have known, I would have done it without the podcast. You the, know? Yeah. What's so crazy about this episode is it seems to me that everything post Leland dying is like almost like a wound just slowly healing <clears throat> yeah and then this last episode just cracks it right open just rips yep. off the scab yeah. and yeah. you're right it's back like pour salt like, in it yeah you, yeah it, it kind of it takes yeah because you feel like you're watching you're watching the show and you're noticing all these problems in the show and you're like kind of staying in that this little like parking lot where like all of these problems are having happening and then everything just like cracks open and yeah. you like zoom out and you're like oh this whole thing is on like a yeah, a teetering. The show could have right. the show could have swung back if they had a season three. Yeah. I'm like, I really wish. I don't even want to know. I'm I'm cool with the timeline I we feel live like in. It works I really, really wish well. They got a season three. I feel like yeah, but it 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 feels like this is because of David Lynch's ability to adapt and the fact that the show is so fluid and it's yeah. like it's mostly going on like emotion and kind of it's more like in your in your you know. Uh, in your feelings and oh, is the word that I'm trying to think of. You're, it's kind of running on like a subconscious kind of thing. It can adapt the way that it does. Yeah. And I think that's why it feels so perfect because it has been adapted to fit exactly as how it went down. Which is yeah. really cool. The show is so sensory. You oh yeah. Be, like, you just feel it everywhere. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mostly on <laughs> around the penis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You actually can't what would this, feel the show if you don't know. What would the side effects be? You're like, if, I can feel it on my if, <laughs> if, I thought that's what you said. I thought you said No! Uh, right on the I'm <laughs> sorry. Right oh, now, actually. No. If, if Twin Peaks were a drug, what would the side effects be on the box? Depression. Anxiety. Depression, anxiety. It would be, it would confusion. be confusion, existential dread. Delirium. Also, extreme joy. Visions, Visions of grandeur. Of glory and grandeur. PTSD. Y'all ain't ready for it. Firewalk with me. I'm yeah. Going. I am so ready I'm for going. it. Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah. Mm. He hasn't seen the missing pieces though. I know. I need to watch the missing pieces, but honestly, like if Firewalk with me was an episode of Twin Peaks, it'd probably be my favorite episode. Oh yeah. Now, another side effect I would say would be disassociation from reality. Mm-hmm. And dysentery. Mm-hmm. I watched this at the height of 
I watch this at the height of the pandemic when things were really crazy for me. <laughs> things were strange. Things were a little strange. This made things very strange. I was very hard time. I was actually, this, I watched this while Bo Burnham was making inside. <laughs> I was Bo Burnham in inside. Except I was just watching TV. Uh, we're the worst people ever. Um, but yeah, no, it, it definitely pushes you out of whatever you're focusing on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know what else is happening in my life right now. I forgot. It's going to be so funny for people to listen to this. And it's just like, we're so weird and crazy. Every episode, and then <laughs> we're so weird and quirky. Like, yeah, so, so, um, so. Yeah, so. <laughs> well. I love you guys. You guys are so damn quirky. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Next Wait, week. Are we ending? What is uh, there? There's so much more. I don't know. Well, we look, we, we've got a lot oh, more to talk about. Yeah, but we uh, next week we're not gonna have a normal episode. It's gonna be our draft episode. So we're gonna be it's we're gonna be trying out this new format I've been playing with where we draft different aspects of Twin Peaks. We all get a turn and we grab something from the pile and we see who has the best like team at the end of it. It'll be very interesting. We should I think draft we're do for episodes. Resume. Also, what we should add episodes into that. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll add that section. Cool. That that uh category, and then after that we're gonna do a Dune episode. Because I got the Arrow Blu-ray of Dune, so we'll watch oh, that. But that's gonna be a commentary. I didn't know they did an Arrow release. They did. That's so funny. That's not a criteria. That's I know, but it's it's so that'll be a commentary episode. So you'll just you'll have to watch Dune while we're talking, with us. So I feel we'll, like I'm gonna be bad at that. It's gonna kinda, be good. Yeah, it's I gonna be good. Wanna, like watch it and then do that. No, no, no. We got to go in cold. <sighs> um, and then after that we'll be doing Firewalk with Me Parts One and Two, and that'll be right around Halloween. Actually, I think we'll probably do a Halloween episode too, where we just talk about Halloween. Doesn't have to necessarily be completely Twin Peaks based. Look, musings on Halloween. <laughs> I like pumpkins. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you guys for being here as always. Um, uh, take care of yourself. Stay safe, and uh, just know that nothing's real. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're gonna Nothing wait. We're actually gonna force Kenna to wait 25 years to watch the return. <laughs> I'm not going to live that long. I swear. Candy's dandy, eh? Can't tell where that came from.
He's a bartender, isn't he? for secrets! Jacques, don't pay me nothing. I'm no mule. You got personal business?